Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. PFF NFL Daily today discussing the Indianapolis Colts today firing Frank Reich as, as their head coach, uh, which was not, not necessarily surprising news, Sam. We got that earlier in the day, but then the big surprise came later in the day when they announced that the new interim head coach is Jeff Saturday, former Colts center, ring of honor, Colts legend and ESPN broadcaster and former high school coach. That is our new head coach for the Indianapolis Colts, Jeff Saturday, the first person most people reporting since Norm Van Brocklin in 1961 with no college or NFL coaching experience to take over an NFL team. So what were your initial thoughts on Jeff Saturday being named interim head coach? Bet you didn't think you were getting a Norm Van Bronklin, or Brocklin uh, reference on today's podcast. Wasn't ready. Or in fact, today's <laughs> NFL news. Um, yeah, I mean, a couple of parts, right? The first part is the, the firing of Frank Reich, and that smacks a little bit of, you know, scapegoats. Scapegoats as far as the eye can see. Like, people have got to roll for this. Matt Ryan's got to take a seat in the bench. Coach has got to get fired. People have got to get fired. You know, just not me. Like, it's not, it's not my fault. And from Jim Mercer's perspective, like, it's my team, so obviously I'm still in charge. Yeah, look, Frank Reich is the guy that's taken the fall for the disaster that the Colts have been this season. Um, I don't know that it's necessarily his fault, but they're working their way up the progression of scapegoats, right? First of all, you fire the offensive coordinator that doesn't call plays. Next guy on the totem pole, you got to get rid of the head coach. So I guess it was kind of inevitable given the way the season's going. Um, and then the other part is <laughs> Jeff Saturday being hired as the interim head coach, which is like, I mean, does the Rolodex extend beyond people that used to play for the Colts? Like, how has this arrived at as a... Uh, as a plan, like what was the list of people? What was the short list of candidates? I need to see that. How did it, you know, how do we get to Saturday? A guy whose chief qualification is that he used to spend most of his time with Peyton Manning's hand lodged up his backside. <laughs> You're away with words. Always amazing for me, Sam. I mean, knowing, knowing what we know about Jim Irsay, isn't this like this nod to the past? Like, oh, we got to get back to our roots. We got to get back to the, the people that won the, the championship here for us in Indianapolis back in 2006, the people that were part of that winning culture. Like, it's a culture move, right? I'm not going to... Here's the deal. I know Jim Irsay does some quirky things, and like you're saying, they're just kind of going down the line of firing people, and, you know, maybe Chris Ballard's next at GM. I mean, who knows? But it sounds like they're going to clean house there. Um, I'm willing to say we're thinking outside the box here, and maybe the head coaching job 
is less about the next hot coordinator coordinator and more about finding a CEO. I mean, is that what they're looking for here? <laughs> a culture fit, a guy that's just going to pull. doesn't need to be the play caller. doesn't need to be the hot offensive coordinator. Now, the Colts have no idea who's going to call plays on Sunday because nobody on staff has experience doing that. That's also a fascinating turn of events for give this, it, uh, this give Sunday. Give it to Reggie Wayne. Yeah. He used to play for the Colts. Why not? I'm just I'm more interested in the process of maybe getting a non-traditional head coaching candidate whose whose job is to be the culture setter, the CEO and the guy that's kind of pulling everybody together. I I'd feel a little bit more intrigued by that if it wasn't it's not nepotism, right? But it's whatever like the internal franchise version of nepotism is. It's like just give me a list of people that used to play for us, right? That's where we're drawing this candidate pool from. Obviously, Peyton Manning's not interested. He's got the Manning cast on ESPN, oh, yeah. who is literally the closest human being to Jeff Saturday for most of the time they were playing. You know, it's 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 Jeff Saturday and Peyton Manning. They were one and one A. One is as good as the other. That That seems to be the way it went. It feels a lot like, you know, this will be a reference that'll go over your head, but when Manchester United, right, biggest... English soccer team in, in or biggest soccer team in England and one of the world for years when Alex Ferguson was the head coach, Alex Ferguson leaves the entire team sort of falls apart and they can't seem to get back to where they were when they were the best team in England. And they went through a bunch of managers and then eventually they were like, you know what we need? We need somebody that can connect back to the Alex Ferguson era. So we get, we bring in Ole, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, one of Ferguson's old players and his chief qualification was basically he used to play for the guy that was really good back in the day right he'd managed some like terrible you know sides hadn't really done very well but they bring him back because he's a culture fit and he understands the manchester united way and you know and then he did really well right at the start and then it quickly became clear that he didn't really have any idea what he was doing and eventually he got run out of town i mean this is kind of the same thing right it's it's like is is having been around the colts when they were good really a qualification for even interim head coach, even just sort of resetting the culture of the franchise. Doesn't really feel like it. Well, picture it, Sam. Your kicker's lining up for an onside kick. The chances of regaining possession are slim. The stakes are high. The tension's higher. Your pulse is racing. He kicks it. It bounces up really high. And you watch as it comes down. You can make every play feel this exciting with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, and their unbeatable offers. Right now, new customers can make any $5 NFL bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check it out. In addition to, in addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. To make things even sweeter, you could throw down on those stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day, all season long. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF to get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Just place a $5 bet on any football game only at DraftKings Sportsbook using the code PFF. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions will apply. See show notes for details. Yeah, man, I, I mean, I'm just guessing that's what it is. Everybody who's worked with Jeff Saturday sees say, great guy, uh, fantastic guy, happy for him. I mean, there's probably something to that. NFL head coach, though, like the guy hasn't coached above high school. So, I mean, it is a big jump, right? And you're going to have to delegate and do all that stuff. I'm willing to reserve judgment on that stuff, right? I know... Uh, the, the Nick Sirianni example that I use all the time, people went nuts when Nick Sirianni had like a weird first press conference and they were questioning him. And it's like, well, looks like he's one of the best hires in the league over the last couple of years right now with what they've done with the Eagles. So let's reserve judgment there. Um, but it's an interesting move for the Colts. 
the other part too, that I think a lot of people are in agreement with Frank Reich's a good coach and he's going to catch on elsewhere, right? I mean, he was kind of an afterthought. Let's not forget. He was an afterthought for the Colts. Josh McDaniels turned them down. Reich was an afterthought, but he's been a good coach so far. The biggest failure has been at the quarterback position and how much you want to blame him for bringing in Carson Wentz. I don't know, but that's why the Colts are in this mess. They haven't figured out quarterback over the last five years. Yeah. And in particular, you know, if he goes back to being an offensive coordinator um, and just being able to come in and help somebody's offense. I mean, there are teams throughout the NFL this year that are struggling on offense. It could absolutely use somebody like Frank Wright coming into the building and trying to help put things right. So yeah, no doubt whatsoever that I think Frank Reich is going to be fine. He'll bounce back. He'll go to a, I would imagine, an offensive coordinator position next season. But it also wouldn't shock me if he got another shot at a head coaching gig down the line. Uh, any other thoughts on where the Colts are here, Sam? Because I think, you know, as I mentioned, the history of going from Andrew Luck retires. They had a, a buffer year of Jacoby Brissett. They rented Phillip Rivers for a year before he retires. They trade multiple top picks, a first-round pick for Carson Wentz, trade Carson Wentz, and then go with Matt Ryan. On the surface, it's not the worst strategy in the world if you didn't have other options. Did they have other options? There's reports out there that they could have gone further for uh, Matthew Stafford. Could they have courted Tom Brady? Uh, Again, I'm always of the mind, what were the alternatives for the Colts? Should they have drafted higher? Should they not have traded? What should they have done in these last couple of years before getting into this mess? Yeah, I, it's another one of those things where I don't even know if the process was that bad. Like they took a few sw- like Andrew Luck leaving them on the eve of them having the best team around him that he would have had in his entire career. It's kind of an unforeseen, you know, kick to the ribs. Like I'm not sure there's an awful lot you could have done at that point. So from that stage on, like you're a better team than is going to be in position to draft his successor or to get the next guy at the top of the draft. Remember when it happened the first time around when they got Andrew Luck. Like Peyton Manning was missing for a year and they had to go through a season of Curtis Painter, which put them in a position to draft Andrew Luck in the first place. Luck was just going to be out of there. And unless they literally went through the season with like no quarterback whatsoever, they weren't going to be in a shot to get the next guy. So I I think that sort of process of just kicking the neck, kicking tires and trying to find veterans that can keep it going actually isn't a bad way of doing it. The problem is that the team around them fell apart. So then you don't have the quarterback capable of elevating everybody and the team isn't as good as it used to be. So, I mean, the only good part of this is I think you're going to end up being bad enough this year to have another shot at a rookie quarterback. I've heard other people say bringing in Saturday is your way of tanking, quietly tanking for the rest of the year (laughs) just to make sure that you get that quarterback. Well, that's just mean. It is just mean. It's just mean-spirited. I'm usually of the mind that the interim coach, it really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you go undefeated or you're great down the stretch or you're terrible down the stretch. You're always coming into a bad situation. It's probably going to remain bad. If the team plays a little bit better, does that mean you're a good coach? Like you just kind of joined halfway through. So I don't think we learn anything, to be honest, about Jeff Saturday, unless he's like, unless it's like a Nathaniel Hackett situation where he's just over his head as far as, you know, game management goes. So either way. It's interesting. I don't know what we're going to learn. I think there's uh, more to come still with the Colts and their rebuild. Let us know. What do you think? Jeff Saturday, take it over for the Colts. PFF, NFL Game.